Hey everyone, this is Cody. And Sean. This is a place to hear about the paranormal, the supernatural, and everything in between. What's up, guys? It's the New Reality here. We have a special edition for you today. We are doing a Saturday podcast, Sean. What do you think about that? Giggity, giggity, giggity. All right. <laughs> it's the weekend. That's you know, that's always great, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, Sean, I wanted to ask you, what do you think is the scariest thing in the paranormal field? What do you think could happen? Possession is definitely a scary thing, um, which is amazing because that's what we're talking about today. Well, and exactly. That's what we're talking about. So guys, I have uh, two, two very special guests here. They're kind of near, near and dear to my heart. Um, they're my cousins. The uh, first one I'm going to bring up is Melissa. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi guys. I'm Melissa. And uh, we have her sister here, Autumn. Hi everyone. I'm Autumn. You know what I like about all this is I know these two very well too because I used to have a meditation group and they both are uh, were members of that and I also meditated with their their dad which is Tim. Yeah, I was actually involved in that too and yeah, yeah it was kind of a close knit circle and uh, we had fun doing meditations and whatnot and we kind of kind of just grew from there. That's kind of met- metaphysical and uh, paranormal in itself, really. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, yeah, so Melissa, we're gonna bring you in here in a second. Um, I was 16 at the time when this all happened, when this all transpired. We were going to college together and whatnot, and I seen you do some pretty weird shit. So, uh, <laughs> did, your, did your head spin at all? <laughs> so, I don't really remember too much. Again, I, I was a little younger, so I do, um, I'm very excited to hear this over again. I know our fans are, and, and definitely talking, out of, talking about a possession is a super awesome thing, or this is great, awesome great, or, great story, yeah. really. And it, what, what I mean, the beautiful thing is, is everybody's fine, and uh, she cl- was able to clear it, and then here she is today to tell her awesome story. Absolutely. So uh, go ahead, take it away. Well, interesting enough that you guys kind of brought up the meditation group because uh, this is what got me into the paranormal, um, this crazy experience. So like Cody was saying, um, we were all going to college, um, doing Spanish that night. <laughs> And no habla uh, <laughs> espanol. <laughs> nope. Sorry. <laughs> it's the burritos and nachos, really. Um, so in this experience, while we were heading over to the college, we were um, local, and I felt kind of like I was sucker punched in the stomach. Um, out of nowhere, we I was in the passenger seat. Uh, nothing hit me. We didn't hit anything. It just, um, I doubled over. And... Um, you know, Did you feel like you had to throw up or anything like that? Um, not in the moment. It was just, it kind of like took my breath away mm. and um, just made me feel like, uh, dang, what just happened? What just hit me? Um, and so, you know, of course my sister was like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I felt like I just got hit in the stomach. And the next thing I know, I'm my body went really, really hot. And then as we continued driving, it went like ice cold. Um, Can I ask Autumn something? So were you witnessing all of this when that happened? Yeah, she was in the front passenger seat, but I was actually driving. Um, Cody here was actually behind her in the back seat of the vehicle. Did you, did you, did you look at her when this was happening? Yes, we were actually stopped at a stop sign when I heard, and it was not just seeing her double over. It literally sounded like you could hear the, her breath literally being knocked out of her wow. while she doubled over. 
And I was watching her because I actually turned to her and I had said, are you okay? I'm like, something's not right. And I was watching her where she was going from bright red to blue. Wow. And, and it was just a constant, constant color changing. As, and then we started driving again. So, yeah. So, so what happened after that? So I, I basically told him like, look, guys, uh, you guys can go into the class. I don't think I can do it tonight. Um, but by the time we actually got to the college, um, she, my sister just decided, hey, I'm going to just go let the teacher know we're, we're not going to make it tonight because I was just um, feeling really ill. And so um, we decided to go home. Um, by the time we got there, um, I was stumbling. I couldn't walk very well. Both Cody and um, Autumn both helped me into the, the house and um, took me down to my bedroom and, you know, lay down. Um, I was... I remember being in my room for, I don't know, I would say at least five minutes or so, um, having a conversation and still feeling very, very ill. Um, and this is kind of where my, my memory goes fuzzy and stuff because I have a lot of um, black moments of that night um, where Makes I just, sense. yeah, I just don't remember. And um, so I, I'll tell you, the next thing I came to was my sister Autumn, my brother and my dad standing over me and my dad saying, maybe it's a brain tumor. And I was like, what? It's not a tumor. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And it was like I was just coming awake again and not wow. understanding what is going on, why they're standing in my bedroom in the first place wow. or over the top of me. Um, so so Autumn, did Autumn witness this? Did you witness that? Yeah. Uh, yes, actually, I was with her literally through the entire thing um, so, from start to finish. So what happened? Um, well, uh, where she starts getting a little fuzzy, uh, we actually got to the house and um, I had Cody go in the house first and my brother came out, which was a little odd because he normally wasn't home, but he came out because he's like, you're supposed to be at school, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm gonna need your help. So we went over to it and I just remember her looking at me saying, Autumn, I can't feel my legs. And at that point, my brother actually pick, picked her up, Princess Carrie, and he actually carried her into her bedroom. And um, during this time, she was very, very um, in and out of it. And you could tell she was kind of in and out of it. Did she looked like pale or anything? Did um, she look like just out in space? Oh, a little bit of both, but she kept doing this color changing thing. Literally, she would go and she felt like she was just burning up with 104 fever. And then three seconds, she felt like she was just pulled from an icy lake. And it would literally just be within seconds of each other, just a constant. And if you looked at her skin, you could see literally the colors as, as she was going through this. And, um, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so she was, um, uh, she would be there, but then she would start talking, but it didn't always make sense what she was saying at the time. Do you recall any, what, what um, was being said? Or? Uh, well, she would be like, well, why are we home? You know, uh, why aren't we in Spanish? So being the person I am, I would tell her, oh, well, you know, that was just a bad dream and we were failing it, that's why. <laughs> so, um, you know, so just to kind of get a, a laugh out of her and stuff, that's kind of my way of dealing with, with trauma and stuff is to get people laughing and stay, sure. stay okay. uh, right. lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. And so um, we managed to get her into bed, and my brother actually at this point took Cody home. 
Because I was freaking out. Yeah, he I, was. I, I Cody remember. Was... Well, see, I don't. I don't know when. When at what point I was hearing what was going on, but I physically heard her voice change. Yes. Was not. So her. That's what I'm getting. To, like the yeah. you said it. Like, yeah. So, so I. Well, I heard her voice change. It sounded like a freaking dude or a, a really old lady. I, I. I. I can't really remember what it was or even what it said, but it scared me the. The I GB's was like, no, nope, I'm done. Yeah, he, so, he kind of stood in the in the doorway by the thing and uh, by you, the door. And you don't recall like, any of this, I don't recall this part, but um, I do recall my brother telling me afterwards um, that I actually bucked up at him in yeah. a voice not my own. Um, Is that what you were talking yeah. about, Cody? Yeah. yeah. And um, was basically threatening him. Um, I couldn't tell you word for word what, what it was, but... Do you recall what um, she had said? Um, at When she actually bucked up to my brother, I had actually went out to the car to close the door and lock it up. So um, I missed this part. That was when I had actually came in at that point and asked my brother if he wouldn't mind taking Cody to the uh, back home. Um, at that point though, uh, she was, we had her in bed, we had her laying there and for the most part, her eyes would be closed and, but she was almost like hyperventilating, breathing very, very, very fast, actually, um, kind of reminded me and I made a comment to my dad about it, about how she reminded me of Sigourney Weaver in the original Ghostbusters. (laughs) So she was, it was literally just this, you know, mouth. Uh, breathing but it was very very rapid and um, my dad uh, was with me and then my brother joined us as well and what she ended up started doing and this actually went on for a good chunk of the night um, probably a good maybe four or five hours um, where she would just be laying there unconscious I mean you talk to her she would not respond there was nothing really there but all of a sudden her eyes would fly open and she would just sit straight up. And there was a couple times when she first did it where she would just be staring at the wall in front of her. And my dad would reach out, he would slowly put his hand over her eyes, close her eyelids, and then she just gently let him lay her back down. And Melissa, you don't recall any of it. I right? don't recall any of it. Huh. Yeah, so. Literally hearsay from what they were saying and stuff. Um, <clears throat> I remember them telling me later that I was. Um, like rolling my, uh, rolling my eyes um, in the back of my head type things. Um, but yeah, definitely um, sitting up. And I remember at some point my dad telling me that I was kind of glaring at him every time he would put his hand in front of my face. But I don't recall any of it. Don't you, no, were you, was it like a dream sort of? Or did you even have any recollection of any dream at all? No, absolutely. It it's black. Okay. Like um, okay. when I try to recall and stuff, I I get these moments where yes I was coming into the house then of course um laying in bed my that my dad mentioning that and then um I somehow ended up in her room which I don't know how that happened um but I ended up in her room and I remember laying there feeling like somebody was taking um very sharp nails and scratching along the side of my body and in my back and I thought it was her because she used to like um, clip her nails into like a claws. little claws because she's like a cat or whatever. And um, so I was assuming at first that it was her. And I, so I was pretty upset about it. I'm like, stop touching me. And um, she's like, I'm not touching you. And I'm like, wait a minute. Her voice sounded pretty far away. She was like 
against the wall completely away from me. I thought I was going <laughs> like, to Like backing up <laughs> against the wall. Um, clearly afraid to even come near me. I don't know why. So you literally <laughs> felt someone s- scratching on mm-hmm. you and you thought it was Autumn. Autumn, did you see anything physical on her when th- that happened or did you even want the, to the, Actually, the next day is when I saw scratch marks oh, on my wow. body. Wow. Yeah. Um, How many? I, it was about three along my um, my right side, and then I had short one like um, like it was like a quick like claw mark. Okay. Uh, the same amount um, on my shoulder. So my mind back. you guys, they don't have any animals at the pl- location, nope. and they still yeah that then and now. Yeah. Um, were you practicing anything like? Uh, were you were you doing the Wicca thing at all? I know that your sister's into that. Were you into that at no, all? No, actually, Autumn was into it. I had read up a little bit because I wanted to something to kind of uh, relate to her on. But other than that, I really didn't give it much thought. This was the incident that got me searching out answers and definitely answers to make it stop and never happen again. Um, so I learned about a lot about shielding and stuff at that point, um, doing research after the fact. But yeah, it was a pretty scary uh, experience of what she told me later, what happened between me going in um, my bed and ending up in her bed. <laughs> so how did that happen? Um, well, um, kind of just to, to kind of what was going on was she, um, we had actually physically, kind of to cover both parts here, um, physically at one point her face stayed beet red. I mean, very, very bright tomato red. However, we had un, uh, had uncovered her feet, and even though this was actually in summer, so I mean it was still pretty warm, and uh, we didn't use the air conditioning; we just opened windows. Sure. So you thought maybe she's just yeah, or uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we were trying to work it, um, going through all the logical reasons, but her feet were blue; they were ice cold, and it kind of went up to about her knees, and then from her knees up was this bright tomato red, where she was so warm. But what ended up eventually happening was in one of the times where she sat up, I had moved while she locked eyes with me. And dad had laid her back down. And I mean, she never caused a fuss, you know, she just went back down. But then what ended up happening is every time, didn't matter where I was in the room, she would open her eyes without any warning and just stare. So, so let me stop you real quick. Where were you in your spiritual development at this point? <laughs> You're right. Here, it's like, I know, right? I know. Go. I'm like, I'm waiting for this is going. Um, by this point, um, boy, I don't even remember what year this was, but 2004, yeah. 2005, somewhere. Yeah. Um, at this point, um, I had um, uh, went from being um, a Roman Catholic. Um, I had just did not feel right to me. Everything was screaming. I was miserable. And I ended up finding uh, Wicca at the time and eventually evolved into me being a, becoming a pagan. So are you, was that a transition time for you? Um, it actually was a big transition time actually around this time that this had happened. Um, so that, that brings up a great question. So do you think because you're new at Wicca, um, I know you're paganism now, but um, maybe not knowing really what you were doing at the time, maybe you brought something in um, Well, yes and no. Um, my, my philosophy was if I don't know how to do it, I don't do it. So I never did anything, uh, whether it was spell work, um, I've never conjured a thing in my life and I have no desire to start okay. now, but it was my fault. And oddly enough, it was my fault doing exactly what I do now and exactly what you two do today. Um, 
actually um shortly after this incident happened we went to um we found a metaphysical store um because i was searching out answers and there was actually a medium there who um came right up to me right up to my face it was kind of uh, no boundaries whatsoever that's, that's what they do um, sean does it all the time it pisses me off and, <laughs> can't help myself and i she, she's like something happened and so i was explaining this situation to her and she goes well do you know why i was like well no and she goes because you're a beacon i said well what does that mean Beacon she, of light? Yep. Beacon of light. That's exactly And it. she said, literally, this is what I see happening to you right now. You're standing here, and at the top of your crown, your crown is so open um, that you were shooting off a beacon of light. And anybody that, or any spirit, I guess is what she was referring to at the moment, was that uh, they were going to come towards me. And this wasn't too out of the norm. It's not like I hadn't seen spirits in the past. I have seen them ever since I was about three years old, um, but never to the extent of them trying to like take over. So I, I get that it was a it was a lesson. One, it was the opportunity to figure out that you know you were you were learning about yourself because again, nothing happens by chance, right? You right. know, we, we 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 get these things to happen to understand the, the good and bad and everything. Absolutely, and I think that was very relevant to you and your development. I think you needed Oh that. yeah, well it scared me because uh, there was a moment where um, she told me later that I had somehow ended up in the living room and yeah. freaked her out because I was rocking in my mom's rocking um, recliner chair. Now what, I'm sorry just to cut you off, was was she passed away at this time or was she still alive? Yeah, that's she just, had, she, she had, passed. had passed. She had this passed. was right okay. after we came back. Because yeah. you know, when. Uh, I was doing when we were going to meditation groups. I felt your guys' mom in mm -hmm. that house. I felt like she stayed there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Oh, she stayed. Um, yeah. I, I I know that she, you know now. I feel like she's passed. You know, she's finally just went to the divine, and she comes and watches that. Uh, right, you guys. Right. But at that point, when we were doing meditation, I always felt like she was there watching, mm -hmm. and she was honoring. She was like this. <laughs> This like, like that ain't oh. right. You're not doing this right. Blah blah blah. You know, like you she was all, all <laughs> yeah. up in, all up in your business. Like and, as soon as you walk in the door, she's like in your face. Like, right, and, and she had been there on multiple times. I just know that this wasn't a situation where she was there, because what Autumn had told me transpired was very um, uh, demonic in nature, uh, almost. Um, she had explained to me that I had been uh, rocking in this chair and she's like, why are you out of bed? And, um, and apparently I had turned to her in a voice not my own um, and uh, kind of smiled up at her, went back with this kind of evil smile, she said. But um, she said that don't make me bring out the sage. And this, was, this is what scared me that she told me that I had turned around and said, do it and she'll be mine did you did you so, uh, say something like do it biatch actually from the way that she made it sound it was like almost like this i felt like it was a female um was coming up just like taunting her like go ahead and try that it's not going to help and um that's this is what's going to happen and she's going to be mine so try it yeah. so so bring it so let's bring it back to where you were where Melissa was looking at you in the room. Right? Yeah. So from there, what happened? Um, well, um, at one point during this time, uh, everybody in the room knew what it was, but nobody wanted to say it. Oddly enough, it was my brother who was very, very 
He, oh, I know. Yeah, you you know him all too well. You know, yeah. he's got the gift. He just like, right. nope. He denies I'm, it. <laughs> he's like, nope, nope, noping out of here. He didn't um, even want to do the meditation group because he was afraid he was going to tap into it. Exactly. And it was because he, all three of us had a grip, uh, had the gifts and everything else. He, it was just he didn't want to prove, literally, he did not want me to be right. Because <laughs> it's much funner to pick on your sister than Absolutely. it is to. So it makes sense. But he actually turned to us while she was doing this hyperventilating sleep kind of thing. And he goes, you know, she's possessed, right? And at this point, I looked at my dad, my dad looked at me and we're like, yes, we're aware of this. Um, but I'm like, we're just gonna have to wait it out because I had not had any experience at this time on what to do with. So my brother's like, I'm going to bed. So do not wake me up unless she is crawling on the walls and eating spiders. Because the moment she does that, I'm going to videotape so it. So none of that, none of that stuff happened. Uh, no, no. I mean, so, the truth was a little scarier. So, think. so when that set in, right? So this is your sister, okay? Yes. You, obviously, you're protecting over her, and yes, and you've always been that way, even even now. Yeah. So you're watching her go transpire through all this. And, and you know, Chad says, "Hey, this is a this is a fucking possession, right?" Yes. So what what are you feeling? Like, what do you do? You know, well, shit that's a it. golden age. <laughs> Boy, Sorry. if I could have, I would have. You know, no. um, I probably would have uh, pawned that thing real quick right? and taken her away as fast as I could. But no, um, for me, it was terrifying because um, as anybody in the family will ever know. Uh, her and I growing up, we could not be literally within 25 feet of each other without wanting to kill each other. But as we got older, um, it actually took some time away for us to become very close. And so literally she was the most precious thing to me. And this is actually uh, relevant on why this possession happened in yeah. the first place. But Absolutely. it was terrifying because I'm like, here it is, you know, I'm I'm Wiccan and I understand this stuff happens. I don't know how to help her. And there's nothing I can do about it because this, at this point it was like 12 o'clock at night. Um, so there really wasn't a whole lot I could do. What, so it was feeling, terrifying. Right? Yeah. How, how can you go into something and it, yeah, it's a feeling of helplessness. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, you're not going to call 1-800, you know, <laughs> 100, yeah, get the I, demon out. The yeah, demon yeah, out. Yeah, like, 12 at midnight, you know. You know? Exactly. So, yeah, it's, yeah, that's so really scary, right? We knew um, that there was going to be nothing that we could do until this. So what ended up happening was um, it started getting later, and my dad's like, well, um, my back's hurting, so why don't we just put her to bed, you know, and we'll go from there. Strap her down. <laughs> that's what we should have done, because the next part is where it gets really fun and what my it sister was just talking part. about. Yeah, really fun. It's, yeah. That was complete sarcasm, folks. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's so um, my dad went and I laid down. Now, the way that the rooms were, we turned off the light, had her in there. Well, I was standing in my dad's doorway, which is my hers was kind of center to my dad's master bedroom and my bedroom as well. Um, and then it was kind of like an L-shaped corner. So I'm standing in my dad's bedroom door, and I am talking to him, and all of a sudden I hear a rustle. And I turned my head around just in time to see my sister, who literally could not walk, go floating very quickly down the hallway. And I'm not kidding when I said she was floating. She was a good two foot off the damn floor when she did this. And it was very quick. I mean, I remember uh, it's one of those where even though it happened in a second, 
my brain just kind of saw it in slow motion. So when I see it, I can see every wave of her hair as she is going down this hallway. So you didn't scream, pull up your little skirt and run out of the door? <laughs> um, no, according to my dad, he said I went very, very white, which considering how much Irish is in me, that was pretty amazing. Um, and in fact, he looked at me and he was like, what just happened? And I'm like, don't move. And if you hear a scream, Get something and come save my <laughs> Find a cross. So Melissa, you didn't you didn't see feel any of this. None you didn't, of that. You weren't even aware of it. I only know what they told me at this point. That whole section of it until I was back in actually in her bed is completely black. I yeah. don't wow. recall any That's of that. Crazy. So she's she missed about a good four or five hours where there's this huge chunk of what went on that she doesn't remember. So floating down the hallway like Mm -hmm. That's, That's just not something you learn. No, <laughs> you know? That's not. I, like, I would have liked to. No. <laughs> I know. I would have very much happily gone down and flipped through my books going, okay, right. you know, so, what do I do? So what'd you do? Um, I turned into the world's best SWAT member. I kid you <laughs> not. I was like plastered up against the walls, turning around corners, flipping on lights, and like crab going down the walls. You know, I'm like, Trying to find me. So where does she go? go? Oh, so you're looking for her. Yeah, I, I actually got to a, a T-junction in um, in our hallways in our house, and I was like, do I, which way do I go? And it was at this point, Out I, the door. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, the car's this way. <laughs> no, she, um, I, as I was doing this, and I was going through, and I was flipping on all the lights, because at this point, I didn't want any shadows going on. She was not coming out of the shadows at me. And, um, but I heard my mom's chair squeaking. Because it was an old lazy boy, so every time you rocked in it, it made squeaking noises. So I sure. knew where she was. And I went in there, I, or sorry, I went into our living room, and there she is, calm as can be, sitting in my mom's chair. She, she was sitting, you know, crisscross applesauce or whatever they call it nowadays. Um, and so just she was actually rocking. sitting up. Her feet were on the floor. No, her feet were not on the floor. Okay. And basically, all she was doing was using her body. She was rocking um, on this chair. And she just had this big grin on her face. How and creepy. Well, I, it I was creepy because I'm like, my sister doesn't do that normally. Well, I, I want to ask because this just came to mind. And maybe I'm like way off base here. But is there a possible chance that you were possessed, but maybe your mother was trying to help with it? And um, maybe that's why she was. you found her in the chair? Because two times, right? Maybe maybe there was some intervention there possibly? Um, you know what? I do believe my mom was with me. And she probably was really trying to help. But the fact that she was in the chair, um, the spirit was mocking us is what she was doing. Yeah. And there was, she, um, she was not demonic at all. Yeah. But she liked like mom was intervening. Yeah, mom was there ways, with yeah. me the entire time. Um, at no point was uh, no point did I panic. Yeah. No, I'm like it just. I knew she was there and she was helping. Again, folks, her mom. Their mom just passed right at that. Moment. Oh yeah, she had passed had just uh, recently happened, about a so. year in between yeah. there, maybe maybe a little bit more. So I do feel like there was intervention there. I mean, yeah. I don't know to the extent, but go ahead, please. That's um, great. Yeah. So anyway, so she's sitting in this, this, uh, lazy boy and she's rocking and she's got this grin on her face. And so I'm walking very slowly towards her. Um, like I said, folks, I literally had just seen my sister two foot off the floor floating very quickly down the thing. I didn't know what was going to happen at this point. Um, any doubts of it being a possession was blown out of my mind at that point. This is what it was. There was sure. never going to be any, anything else other than this. And 
I went up and I was just talking to her like I would I normally, you know, hey miss, how you doing? How you feeling? And she just had this big green, and she was in this um, really irritating uh, sing a song kind of voice. Because she'd be like, oh, well, hi, Autumn. I'm perfectly fine. Thank you so much. At which point, it's like, that doesn't give you the shivers. Nothing will. Right. Um, which my sister's not like that, even when she's being sarcastic to yeah, she's me. A little, she's a little of an asshole, you know? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it runs in the family, if you've noticed. Right? You're not going to hear that from me. <laughs> <laughs> He's outnumbered right now. <laughs> but no, it was, it, was very, um, it, it was very clear something was seriously wrong. And so I got a little closer to the point where I was in front of her and she was just happily rocking away, staring at me. And I turned around and I said, you know, miss, I think I really sh should get the sage. And she goes, Oh no, you know, Autumn, I'm perfectly fine. I don't know why you would think this. And what I did was I actually leaned forward and I grabbed the arms of the lazy boy and I stopped the rocking. And she was probably maybe six inches away from my face. And I looked her dead in the eye and I said, leave her alone or I'm going to get the sage. At which point she stopped rocking. She stopped moving. Her head was down. Um, she had long hair at the time. So it's kind of curtained a little bit. How creepy. I know. Right. <laughs> I'm like, it's horror film right here. I'm telling I, you. It was, I'm like, I'm going to die tonight. I know it. I'm like, that's just remember autumn. If it goes south, run out the front door. Yeah, don't go up the <laughs> stairs. Even though we didn't have <laughs> stairs. Um, Go, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to No, 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 you're good. But um, so basically at that point, she actually looked up. But when she looked up at me, she had a very old woman's face. It was very wrinkled. It was not her face and in a voice that was definitely not hers. It was much deeper, very craggy and everything else. And she goes, do it in the bitch dies is actually what she told me. Now, that terrified me even worse because at that point I was still very inexperienced and I'm like, do I get the sage and call her bluff and risk my sister or do I listen? The and answer so, is yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you guys out there, out there don't, don't understand. Yes. Yeah. And that's exactly it. So, uh, that's what I should have done. Um, I didn't because I panicked. Um, I mean, at this stage, like I was telling Sean a moment ago, I was already into Wicca for a couple years or well, about four years at this point. Um, and it was not something I had come across. So everything at this point, um, one thing I did learn was um, when people become aware of the paranormal or that they can do things like shielding themselves and all that, they become responsible for their own protection. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So what, what happened when you... Um, well, at this point, um, my dad had came in. I backed off and I'm, I was just watching her at this point. Because she, um, after that had happened, she kind of went limp and was kind of asleep again. Um, and my dad came in the living room and he goes, all right, she's sleeping with you tonight. I'm like, what the? <laughs> that's awesome. I'm and like, that's what Kim would can do. Can we just throw her in the garage and lock her in there? Holy cow. I'm like, I'm Put like, her in the car and lock the key, lock the keys. <laughs> I know. It was one of those situations where I'm like, I'm going to die tonight. <laughs> well, what, and what my dad's the murderer. Yeah. What did Tim do? Did he just put, take you in, into your room or um, take her into the room? Yeah. Uh, he and I um, ended up kind of each throwing her arm around each of our shoulders and we both kind of carried her into my room. The whole time I'm complaining about this because I'm like, um, I really don't want to die. Um, so, um, but we went ahead and we got her into bed and I had uh, 
we tucked her in and she was asleep. So I actually went out to kind of just close things up for the night. And all of a sudden I got this chill up my spine and I turned around and it, it just would not go away. So I turned around and at this point, pretty much all the lights were off. So I turn around and I see her silhouette in the kitchen, just staring at me through the things. And I'm like, and he wants me to sleep here. We don't want any midnight snacks at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, that was that was it. I'm like, great, she's picking out a knife. <laughs> so, 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 Miss, what was what were you? So, when Autumn told you all this that this transpired, what was going through your mind? Um, I was pretty terrified, to be honest. When um, I mean, I was about 19 at the time, so it sure as hell didn't have an old woman's face. Um, but I think that, that between that and her saying that she was going to like basically take me over or that I was going to die in some way, shape, or form, not to mention the fact that apparently I was standing over a knife drawer threatening her at some point. So like that kind of really freaked wow. me out because like why I'm not psychotic for one. I'm not trying to like um, hurt my family in any way, shape, or form. So for somebody being able to take over my body and do that, that was highly it, terrifying to think that I wasn't in control of me and something bad could have happened. Um, so how did yeah? How did you get rid of it? Like, well, I mean, honestly, um, I don't. I honestly don't know how she went away um, until kind of the next day, because when I woke up the next day, I felt completely normal. Um, initially, initially, I, I felt completely normal. Then um, my dad's like, hey, you guys want to go to Barnes and Nobles? I'm like, yeah, let's oh, do that. Just, just another day. Let's go get so, a freaking book. That's yeah. tough. That's tough. <laughs> so it, it, it literally was like no big deal, right? So we, we went to the mall and, um, and did that. And I remember feeling, oh, shit, I don't feel my legs again. And She's still with you at this point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and, and she, she was. And so they actually, I told them, I'm like, I can't walk. And they half carried me out. I do recall that. But they took so me to the car. I was yeah. in and out of it, but I was aware that I couldn't feel my legs and that they were carrying me to the truck. Like, um, so I got in there and they had already told me some of the stuff that had been going on the night before. So I was already like on edge. So I was like, okay, what can I do for this not to happen? And all I can remember thinking is, I need to just tell it to go away to get not not come into me and so i started kind of i maybe because i had a battle of wills i don't know but um i had no clue what the hell i was doing and i just knew that i wasn't going to allow it to so happen. so let me stop you right there yeah. so you said that you have no idea what you're doing but in reality you did because you stood up to something right yeah and that's yeah. that's essentially what you do in these in these type of cases right. is you don't show fear Right. You know, Sean and I preach this over and over and over is when you go into a location, yeah, it's scary as shit. We saw dolls freaking turn their heads at us, but you don't show the fear because that is exactly what they feed off of. Mm -hmm. well, exactly. I, I truly believe that there was some intervention from mom. And I think mm -hmm. that yeah. she came in and, and, and really just reminded you of your, of your power. Um, I think right. your mom was very, a very strong soul and she was and a very ind independent and strong energy. And I feel like she intervened 
in it. She get a, she got involved when she needed to. Because yes. I, um, I, I, I honestly think um, both her and uh, my dad's mom, because both of them did come mm-hmm. around me quite frequently, especially my my dad's mom when uh, between the ages of uh, fifteen and seventeen. Um, she was around me all the time and she had passed away when I was about 12. Wow. Um, but that's when I really was becoming okay with spirits and stuff. But, um, regardless of however it happened, um, it was a battle of wills, whether I was, I was doing it intuitively or what she was not able to come back in. And, um, by the time we got home, I was feeling okay. Um, I was able to go into the house. We... I, I told her, I was like, we got to do something. Um, so we went and found the metal f- physical store. Um, I met the lady. Uh, we did sage. And one of the things that um, they told us was we bought a huge bundle. Because I was like, we're doing this whole damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're saging me. We we're saging this whole damn house. I mean, attics, attics open. Yes. Uh, no, uh, vacuum right, cleaners. Right. Right. I had right. a crash right. course and getting the bitch out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so um, we, they told us that sometimes we, when you get to the end of the home that you'll, you'll um, the, the, sa- the sage can implode or explode. Yeah. I didn't know what that would look like. I was like, whatever, let's just burn this bitch. So we got home, we opened up everything, cupboards, Drawers, we had toilet, tanks, everything was open. We saged the hell out of that thing. We we strongly advise, if you guys are going to do your own saging, and and again, these guys knew what they were Mm -hmm. doing because they read up on it. You do your research, guys. Because if you don't do it properly, you'll create more habits. I tell you what, if you just go to the store and you just get an Albany shell and a freaking crow feather, yeah, you're kind of doing it wrong. Yeah. 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 So get some some advice. And and again, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think this is a relevant thing to say. Yes, absolutely. that just don't think that you know what you've got going on you, you get advice Absolutely. reach out to people um don't just do it willy-nilly it's not a good idea the, the lady actually um when we got the sage had given us something to say during that time too nice and um because I, I like again i didn't know what i was doing all i knew is my intent was to get this bitch out of here and any negative um entities that could be there and so um we went around the house we did the whole thing um, when we ended up at the front door, which is our ending point, we saged that we walked out and when that happened, the entire side of the sage bundle completely exploded out the side. Wow. Um, and I was like, whoa, because I, I had this thing in my hand. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty just, crazy experience. Just to put in this sage bundle was 15 inches and four inches in diameter. This thing was huge. And, and we used up the majority of it. It in literally the house. burned pretty much almost all of it. And then just as we got there, you actually heard it. It was like it almost sounded like a jet engine where all of a sudden it just sucked it right in and the whole side of this bundle literally just blew out, it blew nice. out huh. yeah. That's awesome. as we pushed yeah. her out. I mean, um, to kinda to kinda go back, we ended up actually doing uh, a couple things together. Um, the the lady that had did it, um, like I said, it was my fault. And kind of going, I want to kind of get this in here just because of um, uh, how you guys were just mentioning, you know, don't go out and buy an abalone feather or an abalone. Abalone is not a feather (laughs) Um, and a feather. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, to do this. And basically what had happened when we were living in Virginia, a coworker of mine had come to me. She goes, I know you're Wiccan. I know you do 
spirit stuff. I know you've seen them. You're weird. Right. You're weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they loved me for it. It was kind of strange. I thought I was going to be ostracized in Virginia. People yeah. loved me. It was hilarious. Um, so, but she goes, something is terrorizing my boys at night. Can you please, please, please come in? And she begged me for about two weeks and I have a big soft heart. Not that I'm ever going to ever admit that. Um, and so I went and all I had was my pendulum because I was just starting. I was reading. I didn't know what I was doing. It was just, I knew that there was kids here and I wanted to help. And, um, so this is, you just weren't sure what you were doing. I did not. And I made sure I told her, I said, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, if you want me to come in, I will let you know if I feel anything or anything else. Well, she got in. The first thing that she had mentioned to me was we had our Catholic priest in here and she had had a past life Native American. So her entire house had nothing but Native American stuff because that's what was closest to her heart. He, this guy walked in and he goes, well, it's all this pagan stuff. You have to get rid of yeah, it. Burn it. Nonsense, but... Yeah. And I told her that too. I'm like, how long have you guys had this? And she goes, well, I've had most of this my life, whole life. And I said, yeah. when did you start having problems? A couple months ago. Well, it can't probably be that then. Do you think that it followed you home and you brought it to the house? That's exactly it? what it was. Yeah. Um, I didn't see her. Now, um, I, I, you guys know what a pendulum is. I know, right? Aren't yeah, they fantastic? Well, mine... Um, I managed to find a vortex and I managed to shut that down in this house. I went into this room with this old brass bed and all of a sudden it felt. Now, now I want to reiterate, you said brass, brass bed, correct? Brass bed. Conductor. Okay. So, conductor. yeah. So it, like Sean just said, it's a conductor, which is a field day for energies or spirits. Yeah. My and pendulum. depending on what was in the bed. Right. Yeah. Pendulum, brass. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't know this at this time. So it transferred. It transferred. Well, she saw me and she left the bed and followed me. Well, I knew shielding. Shielding is something I'm very good at. And I kept on it. So yeah, she ended up following good. me. Yeah, she followed me, but she couldn't get to me. So she went after the and thing that, I came, right. cared about the so most. So going back to, you know, paranormal yes. and things like to follow you home. And if it can't attach, it looks for the most vulnerable. Yep. And, and Missy, you were you were going through a lot of struggles at that time? Well, yeah, of course. Because, you know, my mom had just passed away not oh. too long before. It, like, literally a year. I still struggle with it today. It's been 15. Yeah. So, um... Purpose, yeah, so. perfect, perfect yeah. time. I really was um, just going through a hard time in general, um, still with all of that. And you know, like she said, she and I were very close at this time. So I think because one, I didn't know anything of this, and um, you know, I, I just think that it just latched onto me because right. I was available. <laughs> I had this beacon. Um, well, let me ask she you. She was able to. Connect. At the end, it brought the family together, right? Closer. Yeah, a, a yeah, un absolutely. Unity of the. F so again, bad things happen. Good things come out of it, and I think that there's always that lesson, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But uh, even more so than that, I became knowledgeable about all of this myself. I've done probably at least a hundred uh, house clearings since then. Um, shutting down portals myself. Um, I've learned enough about the paranormal to go out and do all this stuff as well uh, because I want to make sure that um, so I'm kinda, able to help others. So it kind of lit a fire in your ass. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it, it really lit that under me and was like, I'm going to, um, I know this stuff happens and I'm going to do everything in my power to help it out yeah. uh, and help others. And so I took the situation and made it into a positive one. And yeah. Fantastic. That's it, a life lesson. Yeah, it actually brought us closer. And for the longest time, we worked together so that we could build our strengths up and be able to help. 
So that's the beauty of it. Like something awful and the beauty out of what happened and the closing of it. Again, I, I truly believe when ugly things happen, I had my, my, my situation that the possession I dealt with, not necessarily a possession at that point, but it was, was definitely working, for sure. it was working towards that. Totally different experience, but um, again, I got beauty out of the end of it. I learned a lot from it. So, so just just before we close, what? So after that transpired, or even during that was transpiring, was there anything paranormal happening that you thought maybe this this could be happening because of that because of that incident or? Well, like I said, I've seen spirits pretty much all my life. Okay. Um, this house itself um, was always kind of, I, like I said to you guys earlier, it's kind of like a train station. We had uh, spirits coming in and out of there, but nothing um, you know, violent, you know, type of thing. Um, you know, besides the possession. Besides, yeah, 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 but, yeah that's not violent. But that, <laughs> that came after. I mean, right. we, we yeah. have been living in that home for probably a good four months before this happened, and you know, you know, things in and out of it. But this was the first thing that. Um, had come that was negative um we had a couple after that but yeah that was yes. the most scary well they were irritating so, more than milk okay know, so when people milk. go through this type of stuff they get curious right mm -hmm. they're like okay what the hell was that like you were saying you boned up on you know your spirituality Absolutely. and you kind of learned what to do did you at any point go searching for this entity again no 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 okay. no we no, kicked no. her ass out good. not kept her there good it's a good call that's yeah. a good point made right? i did not want to deal honestly i didn't want to deal with anything negative but at the same time i now had um a understanding of what went on and had been researching enough to um help me make sure it didn't happen again so um, no, I didn't go looking for it again. We've had things follow us in the um, after that. Sure. But um, we were able to handle it and Good. get it With out the, of the home. Yeah. And Lesson learned. Right? Lesson yeah. learned, and yeah. One thing I do want to say real quick before we close is um, we had mentioned we found uh, a lady which helped us do what we had to do to give this lady the boots. Now she was not our first one. We contacted multiple people, and the thing that irritated me most and frustrated me was the answer I got from three of them was, oh, well, you're Wiccan. You evidently worship the devil. It's your own damn oh, fault. Just... And they refused. And this is, uh, these, are you ready for this? These were actual paranormal groups from right here in the high desert that were telling me wow. to do it my damn so self. So guys, don't waste your time. Go to yeah. the new reality. <laughs> <laughs> evidently, I was like, see, you know, we, we helped so raise these. You all, the thing is, <laughs> no. we encompass all belief systems. We don't knock it. It's, yeah. not, it's very important to to let people be who they are. I, to I believe that. honestly that whatever you believe gives you the strength to help get this, Correct. whatever it is, 100%. Uh, out yeah. of there. And we it, don't care And it doesn't you matter. Is if you believe in it strongly enough, it is going to right. overpower this. It's all in your yeah. intention, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Intention, oh boy. <laughs> well, hey, um, we appreciate you guys coming on. Um, Melissa, that's probably, you know, one of, one of a really traumatic thing that happened in your life. So we appreciate you sharing. Autumn, thank you for putting your input as well um, and kind of, you know, not running away, which I probably would have done. If I had my little skirt, I would have ran off. Yeah, so, hey, um, not really. <laughs> as always, guys, it's the new reality here. Give us a like, give us a share. Um, go ahead and follow us on our Instagram. It's the underscore new underscore reality 11. Go ahead and go to our Twitter. It's the new reality with two Y's and go on our Facebook. It's the new reality. See y'all later. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Fantastic. <laughs>